Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right. As you heard on the previous episode, our midweek episode, we did the fall in pretty much of January 2017. And I'm saying that now. Because it's like going back in time. Because we recorded that show a couple of months ago. And I, I'm saying it now just so I actually do it and right. put up the show. See, so that's how I do it. It's like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where you send a reminder and it happens just right there. It just materializes in front of your face. But anyway. What's that Denzel Washington one? Uh, Deja Vu? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Tony, Leave a note. Tony Scott. Like, oh, I'll, that was I'll, him. I'll watch anything Tony Scott. Like, rest in peace. But anyway, yeah. it, this is not a fallen episode, even no. though Logan is here. Say hey, hello. what's up, everyone? <laughs> no deads. So, no deads on this one. Now, what I've been doing with Logan the last few fallen episodes, I haven't even been telling him who's on the list. No. This is going to be even weirder, I think. Because is it the Coachella pre-show? No, it's not. Although, Coachella follow-up? No. no. <laughs> yeah. You know me so well. <laughs> I did an episode a few years ago, actually, where I had to take the lineups of both Coachella and Bonnaroo from that year, right. just to make ten for my show. Ooh. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's how. That, and imagine w- what it'd be like now. You'd have to wait a few years. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing Man, at this point. You could scrape the. Well, anyway, yeah. that, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I have not told Logan what the theme is here today. This is a blind theme. A theme. This is an old school rock strikes ten list, where we just take a certain subject and grab a bunch of songs that. Blindfold, good old Logan, and yeah. throw him in the room yeah. of cocaine. Yeah, I think he's going to like most of the songs here on okay. this episode. I'm going to say we'll maybe see. about 80%. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Let's go with that. That's yeah. pretty strong. Eight, eight out of ten. You're going to have to prove it. Hoping so. So, uh, the, the big news item today, and sometimes I'm just going to do the thing like I used to do. If something in the news grabs me, I'm going to make a show about it. Coachella. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, but please no, please kidding. keep inviting R. Kelly to Coachella because he never did anything bad. Anyway, same goes for your Bonnaroo. Uh, all right. So, big news item today. Has nothing to do with rock and roll. Actually, probably the least rock and roll thing I could probably do a show about. Besides the Easter one I just did. Could it be a downer and like pick Syria or something? In a sense. You know, the, the big, the big bon, you know, the big fuck up quote today by Spicer about chemical warfare. We're doing Hitler. We're doing chemical warfare today. Chemical warfare. Because there is, you can, your mind's already moving, isn't it? Okay, so we're going to do 10 songs with the word chemical in it. Oh, my God. Uh, with the asterisk there, there are two acts with the word chemical in it. So it is a chemical Ooh. episode here on Rock Strikes 10. Let's kick things off with some guys that would definitely have a problem with what's going on today. And most of them are still here with us to hopefully bitch and complain about it as I am doing through song with these vessels. So kicking off the show, of course. So these are your protest songs? In, in a sense. Okay. Even if some of them have nothing to do with it. Okay. Loosely. But I get you. It, it's a loose protest. It's a very loose one, but we'll go with it. But these guys are no strangers to protest rock. The Dead Kennedys. And of course, <laughs> Chemical Warfare. <laughs> Thank you. 
Kicking off our chemical slash chemical warfare episode, that was the Dead Kennedys from one of 1980's finest albums, Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables, my personal favorite Dead Kennedys album. You said yours was... It was uh, Plastic Surgery Disasters. Yeah, good one. Good one as well. Yeah. Can't go wrong. That was my initiation into all of the greatness of Dead Kennedys, honestly. Early 80s. Yeah. 80, 84, 85 maybe. Yeah. If, you, if you're into protest stuff, there's tons of it on that one especially. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first song, Kill the Poor, right there. Just, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> it was Terminal Preppy that really got me on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was my, the track that sent me over for the, the Dead Kennedys. Not that I didn't, not that I wasn't taken right, right at the beginning sure. of it. But, you know, at that point. Yeah. I, I probably didn't get into him until like '97, yeah. Because you know, it's just I wasn't around for it in a sense. So strange tie-in there yeah. is the night that I've heard "Plastic Surgery Disasters" was also the first time I heard "Diamond Dogs." Woof! Yeah. Wow. So that church, so, that church trip. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I remember you talking about that on the show. Yeah. 
I have a decent memory one. about some things, you know. So right. mostly music related shit. So I think that was it. Yeah. So what I'm also doing on this episode, besides the obvious theme, I'm doing it kind of the way Logan likes it, as far as his best ofs go. We're doing slightly chronological. Ooh, so yeah, nice. yeah. So with with a little bit of exception, and uh, this one's a little bit off of the order, but it ties in better to the first track. So I like to do a little bit of right, like ease in if I'm going to go somewhere weird later I'm on. I'm a sucker for chronological though. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a band from Seattle that really didn't, not that they really set the world on fire. I think they were like on CZ records or something like that. Okay. Uh, it ring a bell at all. Um, an idea. It's, it's going to have it in the band. Like name. CZ. It's going to be in the band name. I, I'm assuming CZ. I, if I had to put money on it. Uh, keep going. All right. The chemical people. Chemical people. Yeah. Ah, all right. I think they may have been asset. Well, I don't know. I'd have to go back and, and, and reference that, but that's a good one. Yeah. Well, this, despite all that, whether I'm right about that or not. Very punk rock. This very is from. Punk rock right off the bat. Yeah. Look at you. This is their. This is actually from a comp on CZ Records. Oh, okay. Which I think any of my podcast rock and roll brethren has anything by the chemical people, much like myself, it's yeah. going to be this. From the Hard to Believe Kiss Tribute album. (laughs) This is the Chemical People and their version of Ace Fraley's Rip It Out. Rip It Out by the Chemical People for our Chemical episode. Yep. 
And that was the Ace Fraley cover, which that song originally appears, of course, on his 1978 solo record. I'm still waiting to find one with a mural inside of it on vinyl, but uh, say I love you. The reissues do not have the murals in them, despite the fact that all of the other... I'm, 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 you know, never mind. I'm not even going to go down and that. And once again, Kiss takes over the show. <laughs> totally. <laughs> all day long. But I like that version. I think it's fun. It's a fun little... You know, punk rock. There's a lot of fun alternatives. I was going to say, who else was on that? It was oh, on dude, CZ, this so. is, that's your your show of shows. The Melvins, Nirvana. I mean, wow. uh, the, yeah, I think the only band that wasn't huh. from Seattle and there was like Bolt Lavota and and uh, I think they were Jersey. Well, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it was more West Coast. I think like cause I think Chemical People were L.A. Were they L.A.? Yeah, they okay, were L.A. Right yeah, yeah. There was a really good band on CZ that I liked a lot. That I need to play stuff by more on the show, but. Uh, the alcohol funny car, you know them? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah good band. Seven Year Bitch okay. was on that label. Yeah, so yeah, uh, and also one last nerdy factoid about Hard to Believe is the cassette Ooh. and CD versions have different bands on them. They kind of swapped out. Did they really? Yeah, because I had to. Or- I actually ordered the cassette from Sam Goody huh. when you were working there, and uh. when I got the CD years later, because I got the CD last, it had different stuff on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the track list. Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah, the great All is on there as well. Yeah, All doing yeah. Christine 16. Yep, huh. yep, yeah, yeah. Of course, Melvin's was going to be on there. Yeah. Coffin Break doing yeah. Beth. Yeah, a minute-long, fast punk rock <laughs> version of Beth. I love that version, but anyway, all right. That's funny. Actually, the Nirvana song is probably one of the worst songs on there, honestly. It probably is. So, all right, we're moving on here. <laughs> we're not moving far off the uh, map, though. We're still sticking with Seattle, but we're going to do something completely different. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so if I'm doing something completely different, I'm sticking with Seattle. Who do you think I'm going with here? It's a really famous Seattle band that's not alternative or grunge. Because uh, who do we have in the old days? We had Hendrix. We had Hart. Oh. But in the you're 80s, talking about that far back? No, no. But in the '80s, there was a really predominant act. People all people never associate Seattle with this band, but that would be Queensrÿche. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. So huh. we're gonna we're gonna do some good vintage Queensrÿche here <laughs> from Rage for Order. We're gonna do the band that all these other two bands hated, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. with, a, with a passion for sure. Exactly. I'm sure about that. But they, we're but they we may are. have played the same clubs, <laughs> maybe, 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 but not the same night. No, 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 no. And that still goes on today. Yes. By the way, Still does. Yeah. There's, a, there's a punk rock club in yes. Dallas I love. But uh, if you want to yeah. see jazz, go on Thursday. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want good jazz. Okay. So, from Rage for Order, okay. it's yeah. the great Queensryche. Oh, yeah, I love that one. With Chemical Youth, and in parentheses, We Are Rebellion. We Are Rebellion, yes. <laughs>
Side of Logan was actually really happy to hear that. Well, because I actually I know you like old school Queens. Well, right? and yeah. Rage for Order is probably my favorite record from them. You know, yeah. you can have your Operation Mind Crime and Empire and all that great stuff because those are good records. Yeah, it's fine. Of this record by by far is is still my favorite. Yeah. If those if those others are are in your repertoire a little bit more, that you know, knock yourself out. I I, I love I love that record. Love yeah. that record. Yeah. So you're talking about uh. Los Angeles bands earlier. So let's go to a Los Angeles metal band from the 80s. Okay. So sticking with 80s metal. Yeah. And we're going to do a band, another band. I I don't I feel like I don't play them enough on the show, but I've played them quite a bit here and there over the years. I had one of the better albums of a couple of years ago. Oh. The great Armored Saint. Armored Saint. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's Armored Saint, of course, with the great John Bush on lead vocals. Yeah. This is Chemical Euphoria. <laughs>
From 1987's Raising Fear, that was Armored Saint, Chemical Euphoria. Glad I asked. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> is that no, I had one, it ready. Is that the one with the, the yeah, yeah. kind of punch through? Yeah, I got, I got the cover the, right the cover? here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, okay. Yeah, it almost, that's it. It almost looks like a real heavy metal dreidel kind of thing going through the earth. <laughs> pretty great. But, yeah, that that's a pretty good record, actually, despite the fact that uh, early in the album you get a cover of uh, Saturday Night Special by Skinnerd. Yeah, so I think that kind of hurt the album, I honestly. Not, well, it's not like I listened to a lot of Armored Saint back then, either. Sure, but, I mean, but it's like, throw that in at the end of the record. Don't, don't hurt. What label was that on? Was that Metal Blade? I think they were on Chrysalis when they were out. I'm oh, almost positive shit. they were on Chrysalis, wow. yeah. Or at least that was their Chrysalis era. Because right. they did sign right. at some point. So they may have been Metal Blade early on, actually. Cool. But. All right. Let's move on to really something completely different from a completely different decade. We're moving into the 90s. And one of, Phew, thank God. Yeah. One of, <laughs> one of my all-time favorite bands, a band that I, I got into pretty massively, actually, around the time I started to work at the record store. Oh, yes. And I bought everything I could get my hands on by this band and still do. Blur. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. You know what we're doing? Well, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep okay. No, not, no, I don't. Oh, okay. From a really, really good <laughs> sophomore album called Modern Life is Rubbish. Oh, okay. This That's is... probably why I don't remember oh, it, because okay. I didn't listen to that one that much. Okay. It's actually very good. But it was good. a good record. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. In retrospect. It's, yes. it's better than the first one, in my opinion. Oh. I think so. Whatever. Yeah, that's all right. I still like both, but this is a, a single that actually probably should have done a little better, but it didn't. But I yeah, like well, it. That, this record tanked. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I believe it. This was their this was their Paul's boutique kind of in a sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really was. No, I understand. Yeah, they because even... that that first album really fit in with that Manchester, quote unquote. Yeah, which I know they all hate. Yeah, but the, that the that boom, little yeah. that little dance Brit pop thing, which again they hate that too. But sure. but this record really solidified them as a very British band. Yes. Yeah, that's right on. I mean, I, I, I think I read something, and I might have even said it on the show before, but there came a point in their career that they were talking about where they went to America for the first time, and yeah. then when they came back, they're like, we don't really want to, we don't care about appealing to America. No. We're just no. going to be, they're probably the most British band of the 90s, because yeah. they just didn't give a shit. Like, Oasis acted like they didn't give a shit, but if they but, didn't, they wouldn't have wrote Beatlesque numbers. Their whole, yeah, the the the, the Blur Oasis uh, back and forth versus thing. I got to tell you, that was one of the most entertaining things to watch. I believe that. Yeah, and, you know, I was as, on the far outside as, of that one, but as yeah. far as being in, involved with selling those records at that scene, boy, I tell you what, that was it was actually kind of fun. Yeah, despite some of the 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 insults that were being thrown around but even then i think that some of it was tongue-in-cheek it was just I'm it was sure. great competition between two bands that were similar yet completely different i mean yeah. just because they fit into the the british pop scene yeah but one was so completely ready to embrace america and the other one was like giving us the bro hug you <laughs> sure. know yeah. you know yeah. like oh hey, yeah you know oh yeah and and for sure they they threw out a couple of couple of good good uh, uh meatballs for us to hit across yeah. the pond two to be exact yes yeah <laughs> girls and boys girls and, and boys uh, song two. and song two yeah and and but their other records i really i really enjoy blur so yeah it's, it's, it's a band it's a band you should dive in and yeah. listen to because even something like this maybe you're not expecting to hear something like this so here you go this is chemical world yeah 
There you go, the kinks of the '90s. Blur <laughs> with Chemical World. This is actually a new Gorillaz album that. coming out, yeah. by the way. But for for oh, those yeah. of you who don't know, Damon Albarn is the the singer of Gorillaz, right? Which they don't advertise that, so I can understand if some people don't didn't do know that. No, that's always been the whole character driven thing. Yeah. So I I dare say I believe Gorillaz probably sold more albums at this point in America than mm. Blur has. But that could be... That's an interesting uh, question now, isn't it? I, yeah. Look that, that one up. But I feel like that's That's kind right. of a push, almost. I mean, but here's the thing. You're only working with, like, three or four, maybe three 
Gorillaz Records. Yeah, but those first two albums sold pretty damn they well. They really especially sold a the lot first one. Versus about seven or eight records of Blur. But who knows, man? I don't know. That's... I can't imagine thirteen sold that well in America. I just I, I don't see it. I don't even see it going gold here. But... What well, was it? Self titled that had song two. Self titled is the one that everybody bought, and yeah. then some people did and buy they were Park like, Life. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, because that it's honestly that's a disjointed album. At it best. really is. It's it's, it's all not, over the it's place. Not that good, but actually the singles on there are probably the best songs. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And uh, I don't say that about many albums, but I do say it about that one. Anyway, but get like yeah, get Modern Life is Rubbish. Get the first one. Get yeah. Country Life. Get yeah, Country Life. Country that's Life a, very, I love that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and uh, Great Escape is really good too. I, yes. And I really love 13. 13 is their smile. 13 is, you know. is one of your favorites. I yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a hard swallow. But if you get into them, it's worth listening to yeah. just to see where they went. It is, yeah. Because they, you know, they used to compete with Oasis, and then they started to follow Radiohead. So with mixed results. Yeah. Well, I, I believe that was the case. But, that may have been. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole other show. Speaking of a whole other show, or at least moving on to Ooh, a whole other thing, right? And sticking... 90s? Still 90s. Okay. Sticking with England. Okay. Uh, but day, something by Solo, Bruce Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> the much unheralded Bruce Dickinson solo catalog, which is, uh, you know, underrated, I, really. Yeah. He's, Within a sense, I think it is. I think he put out some damn solid records. He did. At a time when his former band was not putting out so solid records. That's just my opinion. But uh, I'd even say, I actually, people are going to probably trash me for saying this, but Uh-oh. even in the pre-Bruce leaving Maiden era, where he did a solo album and then they did No Prayer for oh, the right. Dying. Yeah, I like Tattoo Millionaire better than No Prayer for the Dying. Yeah, that that maybe. Yeah, I do. But uh, yeah. So anyway, remember to send your email to. Yeah, just leave <laughs> a comment on Facebook. And, yes, and whatever. Yes. All right. But this is from Chemical Wedding, nineteen ninety-eight. Right? Chemical Wedding. There so you of go. course we're gonna play the title track. So there's Bruce Dickinson, of course, featuring the great Adrian Smith on yeah. lead guitar as well. Right. Yeah. Once again, that's Chemical Wedding for you.
Title track of the album Chemical Wedding, and if I said Chemical Warfare before, no, then I apologize. I believe you said Chemical Wedding okay. earlier. We'll see. I'll I'll, I'll go you'll, back and you'll listen fix to that it. later. I listen to my show. I've got a I bit of an ego, so. <laughs> but that was Chemical Wedding from the album of the same name, which also was the inspiration for what mm. would later become the Dickinson produced movie wedding? Crowley. Uh, uh, yeah, the the, the, the Crowley movie. Yeah, the Crowley movie. Oh, the Crowley. That movie. was what all that was based into, and it became because initially he was going to do that movie like way long ago I never to tie it. into the I album. Never did see it. But the movie got put in development hell, and then it yeah. finally came. Out. I still haven't seen it either. I yeah. it's, I know it's been out for like ten years, but I was still he haven't. in it? He wasn't in it. I don't he? know. I don't know if he has a cam- he may have a cameo. I have to look at that. I will watch it though. That I'll put that on the list. Well, because Bruce Dickinson. Sure. Know. Yeah, we should we, know that. We love Bruce. Yeah. That's coming up. That show's coming up pretty soon. Well, two months. Yes, yes. So, very excited. Indeed. Up the arms. Joey, back well, to you. <laughs> I remember I remember back when this band were young pups. Speaking of Maiden. Okay. This band, this band was just trying to break Speaking through. Speaking of Maiden. Yeah, and okay. I, I do remember seeing this band on MTV going, that we're a very heavy band, and I believe that all the, the kids that are listening to Iron Maiden really want to be listening to us, which was an infamous quote by Carrie King. From Slayer. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> and Carrie's never a stranger to throwing down a quote that'll get you some press. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> in, in, anytime you can make it an hip raider, man, go oh, for yeah. it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, can you guess? Come on, you're a Slayer fan. Chemical Warfare. We are going to play Chemical that, Warfare. Yeah. I have like seven versions of Chemical Warfare. <laughs> so, live versions, studio versions, live, demos. Demo, yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to go with this one. Uh, 
you know, just uh, that just sound because. of the apocalypse box is a bitch to get through sometimes just because there's all of that yeah yeah, yeah. but speaking of soundtrack to the apocalypse soundtrack, soundtrack. i'm gonna play the live version from that from there the fifth oh. fifth disc which was a bonus disc from a live show from the god hates us all tour oh, okay oh hey i figured since we saw that together we saw that tour that's Aww. what we're gonna go with oh yeah we're gonna bro hug right now oh totally here we go yes all right yeah. there we go all right so of course it's slayer slayer chemical warfare turn it up
Soundtrack to the Apocalypse. If you got the version that I had years ago, for the one in the gun case, I think I have that one. Uh, no, I don't. I had to sell that one. Times were tough, sadly. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I regret. I think I have the yeah. Just a little copy of it. Somewhere. I had the one with the tapestry in it still, and the blood, oh, the blood yeah, the pack tapestry. Yeah, the... there was a there, yeah. Did you like say a... the pa- tapestry? No, I, I had to sell it as a full pack. I sold it. It sold for a lot of money, dude. I had to yeah, keep, put all the inserts in there. Like I, I said, I regret it, but that's the case. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if anybody has one, kick it around. Feel free to message me and send it over. So. Send it to uh, rockstrikes10 at gmail.com. Yeah, so we did Slayer. And much like any time I seem to play Slayer on the show, we're going to go in a completely opposite direction. One that Logan will probably hate. And he will totally power down it's now. It's going to be like bread. No, no. You probably would have enjoyed that. Bread. You would mind bread. <laughs> so we're going to play a band that actually is interesting enough that uh, they even had their own cartoon at a point. So we're going to play something by a band I don't think I've ever played on the show band before. band that had a cartoon? Yeah, this is uh, this is like in the late 90s, early 2000s, something like that. But anyway, uh, a band called the Aquabats. Yeah, they were a... Uh, well, I don't hate them. Like a pop-punk little uh, yeah, bit of ska going on. About. Yeah, I remember. They dressed up like bats they, and, yeah. and Lone Ranger masks. And I saw them live a few times. They were fun live. They play kids shows, too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like big with the kids. Yeah, that's right? why they got a cartoon out yeah. of it. Yeah, I think this is more of like ten years ago, actually. But uh, fun fact: I think the gig I saw back in the Deep Elm Live days, which oh they're God. actually resurrecting they Deep played, Elm Live, no, right? They were opening for somebody. I just can't remember who it was, but it was either like Goldfinger or somebody like that. <laughs> but okay, no, I believe yeah. when I saw them, uh, the the drummer was Travis Barker. That was one of oh, his okay. first big really? gigs. Yeah, that's kind of how he got the. The Blink-182 Was gig. it really? Yeah, yeah. So huh. he used to don the mask and cape and uh, play with the Aquabats. There's a fun fact for the day. Huh. You always get at least one on Rock Strikes 10. So And that's your one. Because it ties into the theme, they do have a song that ties in with our theme. So we're going to play some Aquabats. Kill Syrians. <laughs> yes. This is... Oh, wait, that's not the song, oh, is Oh, God. Yeah. No, Kill Czechians, but more on that later. Uh, this, is, this is Chemical Bomb. 
market Watching people cut in line I started thinking about human nature What would you do if there was no more food? My mind began to wander About greed and hunger And just how many other countries Are getting ready for a mother war But the sun was shining And everything seems fine So count me in I'll see you on the other side Chemical bomb, chemical bomb Eyes melt, skin explodes, everybody dead It won't be long, it won't be long People gonna run around losing their heads A river of blood, who's gonna live? The earth is tired of humankind And I think this world is gonna wash up From 1999's The Aquabats versus The Floating Eye of Death. Ooh. Good album title. That's a great album title. That uh, that was The Aquabats and Chemical Bomb. That was your nice lounge break after Slayer. That is kind of a lounge break. It, it totally was. So It's like you would probably listen to music like that, but just not ingested by a punk pop band. I should from have Orange a cabana yeah. with, uh... with, with uh, crap in your drink. Well, yeah, with like, 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 a, like, like umbrellas, a, and, umbrella and, 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 a, and a piece plant. of fucking pineapple or something yeah. like that. Yes, this you is know? a Samoan bar. <laughs> Garcon dude, you ever seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Where yeah, it was decades ago. They get all pissed off because they just can't handle this like. Big it's ass at least class. two decades ago, right? Yeah, at least okay. yeah, twenty years. It's twenty yeah. years old, like this oh year, gosh, I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's whenever I saw it. Yeah, because they go in there to go wait in the Samoan pub because that's the only pub nearby. Right. <laughs> wait for the guy to come out. <laughs> it's just Simple. like the biggest glasses with just fucking shit sticking out of it. Right. 
You guys got any pints? If you want a pint, go to the pub. Right. What is this? Samoan pub. Samoan pub. <laughs> I like Samoan pub. That sounds pretty all right to me, actually. Well, if you like crap in your glass, I, I don't mind a whole bunch of shit like that. <laughs> so we got two more to go. Two. Sticking with the 90s. Uh, one of my favorite bands that came out of the 90s was a band called Garbage. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, they were a huge fan. Yeah, still am. And. I didn't even say that with too much inflection, so I'm still buying the records. So, Did you buy that last one? Yeah, yeah. How was it? I've got them all. It was good. Yeah? Yeah, that's not too much inflection on that either. Not no. too high pitch. No. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm actually hoping next year they do the 20th for version 2.0 and do a tour just like they did with oh. the first album where they went out and played a top Did they bottom. do that for the first album? They did, and I missed it. I was so Jeez. mad. Because I love that record. But and did they even come here? They did. They, they played did? Southside. I should have gone. I'm, I suck. So... We're gonna. I hear she still looks pretty good. She too. looks amazing. Yeah, like. Well, and I hear age, the band's good too. Yeah, band's good too. Yeah. And you would expect that they would look like they were on walkers at this point, but they're not. <laughs> they actually still look. Because they were pretty close back then. Yeah, they were middle aged when they came out. I'm just so, kidding. I was like, I, I know. All due respect, right? No, there so, was a very. I, I liked. I liked garbage. Yeah. I, that, they Dude, were pretty good. And at that time, I was definitely all about Shirley because. Right. I mean, I had a poster, the whole yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Hey, hey now. Hey now. And uh, this is the review I always give. I saw him at Bronco Ball on the version 2 That's tour. That's right. Uh-huh. Front row center, right in front of Shirley. And that was the night I figured out that it was impossible for men to get pregnant. Because <laughs> if it could have happened, it would have happened right then and there. So you're telling me that you didn't know beforehand? <laughs> I did, but that's that's the joke I like to use. Okay. So, uh, but, it's pretty good, but... But to tie into our show, all that being said, uh, they've been doing this quite a bit since they got back together. They actually have single-only releases out there, whether it's just iTunes or Record Store Day type stuff. I'm not sure if this one was both, but I definitely got this off of iTunes. And this is a single from five years ago called The Chemicals. Check it out. Check that. 
That was The Chemicals featuring a gentleman named Brian Arbear or Arbert. I don't know. I don't with, know. with the R's there, it's hard whether you're going to go Bear or Bert. Bert. Albert. Yeah. Albert. Anyway, he's from a band called Silver Sun Pickups. Uh, the kids know who that is, so just ask your kid. Uh, but <laughs> that he's. What does that make me? The, I know you, who they are. Yeah, you said you saw him up and up for Muse, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So but that makes sense. But. I don't know anything about it. I never heard him. So, but yeah, I, he's got that co-lead vocal okay. on that track. So. I don't own a record, but, you know. Gotcha. I see there's stuff out and about. <laughs> Lazy Eye. Get that one. Okay. I think it was called Lazy Eye. All right. There you go. Recommendation from Logan. That's it, though. Who's going to recommend a Silver Sun Pickups album while wearing a cattle decapitation t-shirt? <laughs> I love it. I'm not exactly... That's what Rock Strikes 10 re- all about in a nutshell. I'm not exactly <laughs> recommending a record. It's a song... That I think it's called off a record. It's got I in the title. I think it's Lazy Eye is the name of the song. Okay. So, speaking of iTunes downloads, that was an iTunes only download. Speaking of eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said a single, so I went with a single. And I'll just make it fun of you a little bit because I know I'm probably going to get trashed by some people for this next one. The, The closer, actually. Ooh, this should be good. I backed this record and I've played it before on the show, but it's been a few years since I had the balls to play it again. Uh oh. So. This was an album that I thought that people should really check out, especially even just older rock guys who are, yeah, you're already backing off here. I can sense it. No, no, no. I think I know. I think it was in 2010 this album came out. And, geez, so the theme of the show. Keep going. Yeah, so from, Keep going. from an album called Danger Days, the song is called The Only Hope for Me Is You. And I'm gonna just play it, and then I'll come back and tell you who it is. <laughs> so here you go.
All right, yes, and ending this week's show in our chemical theme. Can't wait to yes, hear this part. It was My Chemical Romance with the only hope for me as you. I got to say, that Danger Days album is so good. That's like the fourth or fifth best song on the album. Like, that album is solid. It's like a loosely, sort of like how Black Parade had a loose concept to it. Right, right. This is also a loose concept yeah. record about like apocalypse and stuff like that, dystopian. I stuff. think all of the records were practically about <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> but that's funny because that that you know I was intrigued by Black Parade and I thought it was a good record. I was curious to see what they would do next, and I really enjoyed this album. I don't know how well it did. But I think Danger Days is a slightly better album. That's a good question. I don't know how well it did either. And of course, just as I'm getting into this band, even just slightly, they go and break up. They break up. Of course. And and Gerard's solo stuff is pretty good. Is it? It, It's not bad. He's kind of... He's doing solo stuff? Yeah, yeah, he already has one solo album out. It came out a few years ago. And he's kind of... It's it's definitely... I think he might have been the one that's like, I want to do more glam type pop stuff. Right. And maybe the other guys didn't. But that's my guess, just judging by his solo materials. Coachella, so. twenty eighteen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, he's—I will say, Gerard Way, like he's got great taste in music too. So that goes—that yeah, goes a long way with me as well. So there you go. Check out Danger Days. Check out Black Parade if you just haven't at all. Or I that think, first single. What was that? I'm not okay. That was a big hit. You're yeah. not. I'm. I'm, I'm not, not okay. okay. I promise, or I or swear. Something like yeah, that. something like that. That was it. That was a great, great video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. I remember that. I'll, I'll be honest. That's what kind of the visual. Sure. Going along that with, helps, with yeah. the song. That that one of the last last times that a a video and the song really, really. You took notice. Of. Yeah, I took yeah. I took huge notice, and you know, I I, I can kind of see it whenever I hear it, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, what do you think? Should Should I just uh, on the next one? Because we have we we just did the January Fallen. Do you think they could take the February Fallen like just after this one? I think as a midweek. Why not? Right? Yeah. Let's sure. do that next. All Bonus. right. Because you know we already have two of them. Let's get let's get through with them. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. Oh God. Yes. Go look up. Here you go. Here's your YouTube homework for the right. night. Go go on YouTube and look up Tom Waits' deleted scene from Mystery Men. Because if you haven't seen Mystery Men, he plays an arms dealer in it who lives in a retirement community. (laughs) So, yeah. Hey, why don't we go back to your... Okay, I'm going to do my Tom Wade. That's why you don't see me on a stage. But, you know, but I also... And and there's another guy who did it way better than me, but I love doing CC. Uh, my I love doing CC develop. Remember I used to prank call the store? Yeah, I remember that. Mostly just because of Shelby. Hi! How you I'm doing looking, there? Uh, I'm looking for a record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have that. to say CC DeVille. <laughs> Can you hold that for CC? <laughs> okay. Let's end the show, shall we? I think I just blew the mic up. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll see. I'll check and post. Yeah. So we're going to end on that note. We'll end the show. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed our chemical theme here. It was a good one, actually. Thanks. High I, five. I literally I put that together in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? A little behind the scenes there. So. grief. So Pull the curtain back, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I do what I can. So are yeah, like 20 years been yeah. working on that one. Well, the the catalog had been. Yeah, Let's try 30. Same. 30, 35. Whoa. 37. Easy. 37, actually, because of, uh, cause of the Dead Kennedys. No, Dead, Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys, 1980. Yeah. Wow. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show here this week. For further information, go to cnjradio.com for every episode of Rock Strikes 10. 
Also, while you're on cnjradio.com, oh, by the way, there's links to the Twitter and the Facebook, which I recommend you get involved with, because who knows? You can just request a theme. I might actually do it. So I took suggestions last weekend. I didn't do any of them, but I actually did. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do some of them. Like, it, it got we the ball rolling. thank you for your suggestions. They went into the box. Yes, the box. You're going to have be in Brat's party this weekend. Yes, I'm going water skiing. Okay. To be the weekend, then. What are you talking about? Going to ski this weekend. Yes. But thank you for your suggestions. A good thing to listen to while you're water skiing is a synaptic podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Randy, and, and I, we got another new episode coming out. We got like three episodes in three weeks. From Randy? Yeah, we'll wonder cease. So, also, stay tuned to cnjradio.com for the Wrestling House Show blog and the Last Year on the Left blog. Thank you, Chris, for doing that and keeping everything afloat. And, last but not least, extra special thanks to the new Gamefully Employed Pete and the guys from Space Beard. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for additional information. Purchase their latest album, Gone, and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We're going to go ahead and get the hell out of here. Thank you, Logan, for coming on, of course. You All right. We'll see everybody else on the next one. Have fun. Kill me!